0: Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated Economist here. Thought I'd talk a little bit about the rising interest rates and what that's going to do to the economy. Now, we all knew from a long time ago that the Federal Reserve was not going to maintain low interest rates forever. We knew at some point that they were going to raise the interest rates. However, I don't feel that they are going to be raising interest rates all that much. And when people say that they're going to go up by a half a percentage point and 8 Times and all kinds of stuff, whatever. I mean, that's all talk out there. Ultimately, the Federal Reserve will raise interest rates if people believe that they won't. That's what it's going to take. In order for them to effectively have this monetary policy work, they have to tell everybody what it is that they're going to do. And if everybody goes out and tries to front-run that idea, the Federal Reserve won't have to do much at all. And that's really how they've been playing this game the whole time. Now, it has been obvious through the quantitative easing programs that there has been a lot of money printing taking place. But there's been a lot of money printing taking place since about 2008. And anytime that the Federal Reserve says that they're going to do something, people begin to behave in a fashion that is going to basically front-run anything that the Federal Reserve does. So when the Federal Reserve said that they were going to be buying US Treasuries, well that gave everybody the confidence to run out there and buy US Treasuries before the Federal Reserve had a chance to do it. If they could buy into those Treasuries ahead of time and the interest rates began to fall and the bond yields began to or the bond prices began to rise, well that's going to be a nice winning speculation for people. And that's what happened. Now, there was a time when bond investors were exactly what that was, an investment. But now they're speculators. And there's a huge difference when you have people who are in the game to invest, and there's a difference between those who are looking to sell it to a greater fool. And that is where the problem now is, is because the interest rates are so low that all the bond investors have turned into bond speculators. Now, typically, an investment would be something that's going to pay you when you buy rental property, when you buy a dividend-paying stock, when you're buying a bond. These are things that are guaranteed to pay you, or at least the idea is, is that they're going to pay you. So when you buy into one of these particular assets, you are buying an investment. When you buy gold, when you buy Bitcoin, when you buy anything that you plan on selling for a higher price, that's a speculation. And there's a huge difference between the two. So now bond investors, have become speculators because the investment part of it doesn't really pay that much but when you have the idea that the Federal Reserve is going to be jumping in there and buying it well now you got a nice speculation because you know that there's going to be a buyer out there and if you know there's going to be a buyer that gives you a lot of confidence so this is really where the situation is and now look at down look down in the description at the the articles that I have posted one of them is about muni bonds, right? The municipal bonds. These are your state and local governments. These guys are having issues right now. There has been a downturn in the muni market, right? The municipal bonds. And we knew this was going to happen. The moment that the interest rates begin to rise, especially when it comes to the U.S. 10-year treasury, that is like the number one thing to look at, is the U.S. 10-year. Because everything is followed by the U.S. 10-year. If the 10-year goes up, Credit cards, house loans, car loans, everything else is going to start going up as well. If the 10-year goes down, all interest rates will follow it. Okay, Now, it's not a guarantee. There is no like chiseled in stone, everything follows the 10-year. It just happens to work out that way. So when you're looking at the 10-year and you're watching the interest rates or the yield on the 10-year rise, you know that that's going to have an effect on the rest of the markets out there. Now, here's the thing when that 10-year yield rises, that starts putting pressure on all the rest of the people who have issued out debt. So your corporations, your municipalities, even the people who are looking to take out house loan or car loans. It starts putting pressure on those because what's gonna happen is is that the interest rates are gonna start rising on those loans. And if the interest rate rises, the asset itself becomes more difficult to sell at those higher prices. Mainly like house loans, The interest rates are really low you can sell the house for a lot of money but if the interest rates begin to rise it puts a lot of pressure on the buyers they can no longer afford those payments the only way they can afford the payments is to start reducing the asset price so as interest rates rise house prices asset prices begin to fall now this is a double whammy when it comes to people who are on like a fixed income or say just a pension fund or somebody who is looking to have a guaranteed return coming in. So you like to buy these U.S. Treasuries. For one, it's a U.S. Treasury. It's guaranteed to pay. The only problem with the U.S. Treasury is that it doesn't really pay that much. So you have to start reaching out farther on the risk. That's where they start end up going, go, like a lot of these pension funds, end up going into the municipalities because they pay a little bit more or even worse, going into corporate stock or not necessarily corporate stock, corporate bonds. And in that case, now you're really reaching out onto the risk. So as these U.S. 10-year treasury begins to rise and gets closer and closer to the municipal bonds or, say, the corporate debt, the investors out there, or the speculators at the time, but the investors out there will look at the U.S. 10-year treasury and say, man, that's a much better, less risky proposition than going into some of these higher risk think i will probably going to demand either more compensation or I'm going to move into the U.S. Treasuries. So what ends up happening is, is that the yields begin to rise on these municipal bonds or corporate bonds, you know, whatever else is out there, and the prices on them begin to fall. Well, if you hold these things in your portfolio, well, all of a sudden you might have a portfolio that says, you know, $10 million on it. But as the interest rates begin to rise and those bond yield or those bond prices begin to fall, well, now your portfolio doesn't say ten million dollars. It says nine hundred or nine million whatever. Right? Your portfolio begins to shrink. And every time the interest rates go up, your portfolio shrinks ever more. Here's the problem. It's hard to get out. Like buying these bonds is easy when the prices are going up everybody's you know everybody's in it they're buying and selling no problem but the moment that the interest rates are going to rise now nobody wants these bonds they don't want to touch them nope no thanks i'm not into it so you're stuck with it and now either you stuck with it and you hold on to it till maturity which most of the time the yields on it won't even beat inflation so holding on to it to maturity doesn't sound like a great deal and if you go to sell it you're going to take a loss it's like a one-way street when interest rates begin to rise. It's a very difficult position to be in. And now, you think about what's going on over in China. When China started raising their rates, look at what happened to like the property developers, like Evergrande. Evergrande immediately, like they didn't immediately, it took some time because the interest rates, once they make this policy change, it takes months before it actually starts affecting anything. But once it does, man, it nails them. And so you can see, like Evergrande was having a hell of a time trying to make their bond payments, making the payments to the the creditors out there. And if they don't have the money to make the payment, then they're going to start selling their stuff. They start selling their stocks, they start selling their assets, they're selling properties, whatever they have, in order to make their creditors happy again. But if you can't do it, then you go bankrupt. And now you have to have a bailout, or you have to have something happening. And you can see right now in China, they're almost in a panic. They knew that their property prices were going too high. They knew it. And they wanna do something about their population. They want more people to start buying into houses so they would start families. I'll leave an article down in the description. It doesn't say that, we've talked about that before, but I will leave a link down in the description to how China is trying to increase their population. And that's one way to do it, is to encourage people to start buying homes or to at least have a household to raise a family in. But they they really, they really put a number on their property developers out there by dropping or by raising the interest rates. That ended up dropping the uh, bond prices that these guys can sell it for. And if they can't roll their old debt into new debt and cover their payments, they're going to start failing. And that's what started to happen. So we have to look for that sort of thing taking place here in the United States. The interest rates are going to rise. Now, whether or not the Federal Reserve goes into the extreme Fed funds rate lifting like everybody says that they're going to, that's going to be a whole other question. I mean, I doubt that they're going to raise them up very high. The reason is, is just look at what's going on in China. If that kind of thing starts happening here in the United States, it's going to be very bad. It's going to... I mean, think about like if it's already difficult to buy a house right now, can you imagine like a low inventory of homes and then property developers going bankrupt. And then on top of that, the interest rates rising. I mean, this is not a good scenario to possibly be in. So that's why I'm saying that the Federal Reserve most likely won't be raising interest rates a lot, but they say they will. They want the people to behave in a way that they will raise interest rates. And it seems to be working. I mean, already you can, start, you can see it taking place just within the news articles that you read. I mean, there was a time when they said that, you know, people were saying that the Federal Reserve would never raise interest rates, and now you can hardly find anybody saying that they won't. So, yeah, I think they got a hold of the narrative just fine. And remember, they're not, like, a lot of times when you're reading these articles, they say that they've missed their 2% target. They are no longer, the Federal Reserve no longer is going for a 2% target on inflation. They're going for a 2% average over the long run. Whatever that means, we don't know. Like we, they don't have like a formula that says over the course of exactly you know 120 months, we'll average everything out to be uh, whatever average inflation it is over that time. It's almost arbitrary number now, so it's kind of like whatever the Fed feels like at the time they feel is appropriate, whatever that would be. Anyway. I'm gonna leave links down in the description for you guys. Uneducated economist. Oh, and uh, here's a cool one for you. Um, the local paper here in Astoria is gonna run a piece on me. So if you're local here, take a look for uh, for that article to come out about the uneducated economist. And um, follow me on Instagram. Um, been doing some Q&A question stuff on Instagram. It's been very popular and it's working out really well. So love the Instagram stuff. Um, and then uh, what else do I want to give out? Oh, uh, the podcast. People ask about whether or not I do a podcast. And I do. I have a podcast out there. It's called You Guys Let Me Know. Pretty much, I just recycle these videos into into a podcast for you guys. But if you'd rather listen to them as opposed to watch them on YouTube, you can totally find them over there at the uh, You Guys Let Me Know for the podcast. Um, all that stuff, all the links are at the uneducatedeconomist.com website. So, All right. Uneducated Economist. You guys let me know.